up to this kind of power, this kind of challenge, this kind of flying, crashing, feeling. When you decide to get serious, there's only one place to come, the games of Super Nintendo. No one else creates this kind of experience, because no one else creates these kinds of games. Now you're playing with power, super power. Welcome everyone to uh, a new show from the uh, the brains of the dialogue options crew. The, the brains. Brains, yeah, that's the, the key uh, keyword there. Uh, so this is uh, a new show we're doing called uh, Playing with Superpower. Um, emphasis on the super for this specific uh, edition of of uh, of things to come. So this all came from the idea when we, uh, Karen and I, we both picked up our SNES classics and decided that we would play through every single game on them and maybe have a bit of a chat about each of them at the end of uh, when we finish playing them. Um, so that's what we're going to do. And this is the first episode of it. So before we get in and tell you what game we're going to be kicking off with first... Um, my name's Joel, uh, I am one of the hosts of Dialogue Options, and with me is my very good friend and co-host, Kyron. How you doing, man? I'm very tired, but I'm here. Yeah. I'm present. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, we're, we're, this is sort of post-packs. Um, post-packs, crunching it in before you fly off to Japan. That's true, yeah. Um, so. To, to really date the episode. Exactly. Well, no, by the time this episode comes out. I'll actually be in, be in Japan, so yeah. Um, if you're listening to this as soon as it comes out, I'm not here, so sorry. Um, but yeah, so we thought that this would be a fun idea to sort of go through and play some of the games, because there are quite a few on there that I have not played at all. Uh, is, is there any on the on the SNES Classic that you haven't played? There's a few. Usually okay. I'd have just, I looked at them and was just like, nah. Nah. Yeah, okay. And, and then there's Star Fox 2, which obviously... But no one had played really. Not 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 officially. Officially, yeah. Um, so we thought we'd kick uh, this sort of new little experimental series off uh, with a game that we both played and both know and love quite well, uh, and that of course is Super Mario World Two: Yoshi's Island. Um, but yeah. So before we get into uh, you know the main meat and potatoes of things, uh, I've written down a few little notes about. The history of uh, Yoshi's Island. And I thought I'd just let you know, give you a bit of a brief overview on the game. Sounds good. Take so, it away. Thank you. So, uh, uh, prequel to the Mario games beforehand, Yoshi's Island was the first headline role for the titular dinosaur. The game tasks the player and Yoshi with a sa- uh, with safely de- delivering Mario to his prospective parents, all the while avoiding the maniac wizard Kamek and his attempts to steal our infant hero away. Not only is it a great platform with some genuinely interesting boss fights and level design, it has some of the best artwork in a 2D platformer to date, presenting its world in a lovingly hand-drawn aesthetic. It has been said that Miyamoto was inspired to create the distinct art style after being fed up with computer-generated graphics like those seen in Donkey Kong Country, uh, which we'll get to eventually as well. Uh, Bundle in a soundtrack that will get stuck in your head like no other, and you have the makings of a classic that stands the test of time. Originally released in Japan on August 5th, 1995, North America on October 4th, 1995, and here in Australia on January 5th, 1996, Yoshi's Island is the first in our celebratory series about the SNES classic. So, that's uh, the breakdown for uh, Yoshi's Island, uh, a little bit of a backstory uh, as the uh, to the history of it. So, thoughts, should we sort of start off with uh, what we like about the game, or what, what, why, what... 
So what what is the importance of Yoshi's Island to you, Kyron? To me? Yeah, personally. If, uh, if any. If any. I mean, honestly, it was one of the first Super Nintendo games I really had. But, I mean, I guess the obvious answer is, again, as, as you said, the titular dinosaur, they put Yoshi in the starring role. And Mario is much more passive and honestly frustrating as hell to deal with. Mm-hmm. I still have that really bad baby cry stuck in my head. Yeah. Mm. It's awful. It's not great. It shouldn't be there. Uh, yeah. No, no, you're not wrong. But that's probably the most significant thing, like it being Yoshi's Island. Considering that he was introduced in Mario World 1, and we now know that Mario was... Give him a bit of the old knock over the head. Yeah, okay. That's that's relatively new information as well, which is... It just makes it funnier in retrospect. Oh, yeah. After just... Yoshi, obviously, apparently, whatever the Mario timeline is, tried so hard to save Luigi, baby Luigi, Ugh. and protect baby Mario, and Mario just sort of clops him on the back of the head. Yep. That's funny. He's like, attack! Do my bidding. Put that tongue out. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, awesome. I think I've said before that Yoshi's Island was the first game I ever finished, like, I saw credits for. So that was pretty important and uh, pretty significant in my in my life. So I'm pretty excited that I got to go play through it again. It's been a while since I've actually played it as well. Um, but as soon as I started it up and started going through it, I, it all started coming back to me. And it was, it was a joy to play through again. I'm not going to lie. I had a real fun time uh, going back through this again. Um... Okay, so, what do you like about this game? What do I like? I like a lot... Um, first of all, like, obviously this, this is a games games thing, and, like, gameplay should be first and foremost the thing we talk about. Yeah. But you're going to find that for nearly every single one of the Super Nintendo games, I'm going to say the soundtrack is the best part. Absolutely. The best part of Yoshi's Island is its soundtrack. I Absolutely. love it. Absolutely. We just spent, like, literally half an hour listening to some of the soundtrack again yes. on youtube oh boy it's so good um yeah and like like songs that will get stuck in your head like i said before in a little uh, little intro part that they are they are genuine earworms they will dig in there and will not let go um, yeah well the, the soundtrack is of course done by by koji kondo mm-hmm. the famed nintendo composer of course yeah um and on the topic of a soundtrack one thing I actually never noticed as a kid when I was playing this game, but I only noticed playing through it now was like, so basically every, every world has like the, the world music, the world song, it's catchy. You can just hum it forever. And I never noticed it, but when you progress to the next world, when you finish world one and you go to world two, a new sort of like track, new layer gets added to the, to the theme and it just sort of builds and builds until you get to world... Is this the six worlds, right? Six worlds, yeah. Yeah, so by the time you reach the sixth world, you have the full theme for the overworld. And it's it's brilliant. I never noticed it. I yeah. never even picked up on it when I was younger. It's actually, I was ignorant. It's so genius. I had the same thought. I'm like, as I was playing it, I'm going, this is changing. Every time I'd finish a, like a, a new world, I'm like, this, there's, more, there's more instruments in here now. And it was really, really cool to hear. Absolutely. I love it. Um... But yeah, like, I mean, and even when in, in some, like, there's a couple of levels where, like, there are certain enemies that if you touch. It's fuzzy. Uh, yep. Fuzzies. Like, so the classic level touch fuzzy, you get dizzy. Basically where Yoshi gets really high. Yeah. Like, like. Just it, look at his eyes. Just get super fucked up. Um, 
And yeah, all the the music is the same track, but it just gets warped. Um, and distorted it's, as hell. Yeah, and it's really disorientating, and it's I, I find it kind of funny in some parts, but there are some of some so, parts of some of the songs on the very first stage. You encounter which him, which is touch fuzzy, get dizzy. I think it's in the first world. Yeah, um, the song there is good, and when you touch fuzzy, it's funny. That mm-hmm. song, I'm like, ha, 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 that's good. But like, there's a couple of other stages where you run into him and you hit him, and the, the stage music is it grates on you a bit. It's a bit annoying. Oh yeah. Um, well, I mean, we're obviously going to talk about Touch Fuzzy, Fuzzy in general, when we get to the gameplay, because of what he does to the stage. But yeah, musically, that's the one part, that's probably my one complaint. I get what they were going for, Mm. but there's a couple of tracks that do not benefit from that distortion. No. Uh, but yeah, I I mean, yeah, like you said, I think it's a fair assessment that most of the, the, the games we talk about, there's going to be a fair chunk of it spent talking about the soundtracks of these games, because... Oh boy. Uh, and yeah, Yoshi's Island is no exception. I, I love the Super Nintendo era soundtracks. They're, they're definitely some of my favorites. And Yoshi's Island is right up there. They're so ro- like they're so robust and so different and so original. And I, I love them. They're always crazy. Like I love, I think my favorite would be like the, like the stage eight boss fight music. Oh yeah, like the, the big boss. Like yeah. The world yeah. boss. Yeah. So it's like a, like a, like it's like this really crazy, like speed metal kind of, like, it's got this really crazy, like, synth lead with like, these amazing solos and stuff. Well, the best they can do with 16-bit. Yeah, and I, they squeeze so much out of it. It sounds so good. Um, and it really, like, heightens those fights. Um, yeah, yeah. I think my favourite song it would be, like, just the general underground theme. Mm-hmm. And it's it's honestly nearly always the same in all the Mario games. Like, the underground themes are so good. And oh, yeah. Yoshi's Island is no exception. Like, when I was playing that... When I was replaying this for the, for this this series, I was just loudly humming that song along with it because it's just so good. Mm-hmm. I often find myself breaking out into some of the songs in this as well. <laughs> Mainly the world, like the 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 overworld map. Yes, overworld music map. Is and, just and like the very catchy. first stage song and yeah, the castle music is great. Yep. Um, it's like, just, oh, it's so and different influences and different styles of music as well. Like they're all relatively. There's some like you know sort of fun sort of uh, like 1920s jazz esque <laughs> ones, and there's like that like I said it's like the speed metal y kind of vibe. Yeah, and then there's like a really cool kind of almost like calypso. And you and you can still sort of hear the Super Mario World One stuff, like not not the exact songs, but some of the styles kept there, like the focus on like there's like the the drums they've got. Oh yeah, yeah, which is which is like again in Mario World One, which we'll talk about when we get to that game, but like. Yeah. I really liked in that game when you ever you got Yoshi, it added that layer of music to the, the stages, and I yeah. kind of like that. Again, all the stages actually start with the uh, with the yeah, and it's just great. I love it. It's so good. It's yeah. It's, it's oh, fuck. This game is good. Um, <laughs> Nintendo. Here's what you do. You basically you take all of your music and you charge me a monthly fee for like a Spotify like service, and I. I sign up for that. That's what you do. Yep. And then I'm I'm yours forever. I just want to be able to listen to your music forever. Yep. I mean, well, for now you can listen to it on YouTube, I guess. It's true. And there's a lot of uh, recreations on Spotify. Yeah. Homages. Homages, I think is, yes. the, is the correct, sure. correct term. Sure. The legally correct term <laughs> is probably a better way of putting it. There's, um, there's some pseudo-remixes on there. <laughs> 
Some of those remixes are really good, though. They are. Um, sure. Okay, cool. So we've spoken about the soundtrack because that's probably usually what we're going to kick off with each game. I mean, not, not necessarily. It's just the thing for this game. When I first think of it, that's what jumps to mind first. Uh, honestly, when you said that, I was like, no, I think every single one. I think soundtrack is going to be the place we end up <laughs> kicking off. Um, all right, the gameplay itself. So it is a, a traditional 2D platformer. Uh, yes. Most of your classic Mario. Um, but as we've said before, Mario's not doing the jumping and the running. He is riding shotgun on uh, on Luigi's back. Ah, Luigi. Luigi. Mario riding on Luigi. I would I would pay to see that. That'd be awesome. It's yeah. only a matter of time. That's how like, Nintendo respects Luigi that much. Yeah, exactly. Oh, come on. Where's hashtag... Justice for Luigi. We already have a year of Luigi, man. That's true. We did actually. It's, it's come and gone. That was it. That was his chance. It's gone. Oh, never forget. Um, was that the year we got Death Stare Luigi as well? No, I think it was different. Yeah. It was the year we got that New Super Mario Brothers Luigi expansion. Oh, and that's that stuff. Right. And they're like, hey, it's a year of Luigi, and then it went away. Yep, that's true. Uh, yeah. So obviously, yeah, running shotgun on Yoshi's back. Um, and Yoshi is doing all of the uh, the heavy lifting, quite literally. Yeah, he, in this game with a bunch of new tricks. Yes, yes, like what? <laughs> like the the slightly unnerving ability to swallow almost any enemy and turn it into ammunition. Yep, an, an egg. Yep, essentially to throw. Which I the egg feature is such a cool. It's such a cool mechanic, and it. it as soon as you wrap your head around it in that first world and you get shown how to use it, it just feels so natural, and it, I love it. I really do enjoy it. Yeah, well, again, the egg throwing is pretty important to the game, and there are certain boss encounters and like little, little, not entirely necessary level areas where you can, if you're good with the egg throws, like you can get some hard to reach items and collectibles because that's the thing. This game also has essentially a point system for yep. every stage, and like if you can collect. 30 stars, 20 red coins, and 5 flowers, you'll get like a 100 score. Yeah. If you get 100 on all the stages, I think there's 8 per world. Or yes. S- yeah. Yeah. You'll unlock a bonus stage for each world. So I have not done that. I was going to try, and then I gave up very quickly. Oh, I attempted it too, and I was like, yeah, we got halfway through world 1, and I'm like, nope. Yeah, yeah. Nope. But uh, so you're like getting good at the advancing in the egg, like because obviously it ricochets off walls. I think it can do it three times before it falls, and and depending on the wall as well, there are some like wall types and brick types that will keep bouncing around, like breakable walls. Generally, don't affect it as much. Oh yeah, and then there are like the little clouds as well that they'll bounce yep. off of you hit them, and there are, there are enemies like the baseball bat guys and the yep. baseball glove guys who will try to. We can hit or catch your eggs and all that, and throw them back at you. They'll like they'll, yes. they'll basically sort of give you a taste of your, your own medicine. Sometimes it'll knock you down holes, and you'll be very unhappy. Yep. But yeah, yeah like the egg throwing is probably the most distinct feature I can think of. Yeah, and the ability to sort of yeah, like you said, create that ammunition by just sort of inhaling enemies and then Those, pressing down and popping out an egg. You you consume them mm-hmm. and turn them into an egg. And throw them at stuff. And then when you throw the egg, it shatters just like a normal egg. There's no, there's no trace. Yeah, that animal's gone. That, pers- that that thing is gone. Yeah, it's Yoshi is an apex predator. I must admit, I do like it when they. God, God damn it! I do like it when um there are a couple of times where there's like big shy guys that you can oh inhale. The big shy guys when and you when you suck those guys in and get yeah, the giant egg. You get a giant egg, which is heavier to throw, but it also like. If it hits the ground, it like clears. It's, 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 yeah, like it's a like, power block, it sh- isn't it? It's, yeah, it's like a power block. It yeah. shakes the stage. And, yeah. It's and, just um, little things like that. There's like 
whole there's a whole bunch of like little mechanics and things that like are only used very briefly in the game, but are still really really interesting. Like like that, for instance, or um, say other characters that might help you, like Poochie. Um, I knew you were waiting to bring up Poochie. Um, I, you, do you think I was going to get to this episode without bringing up Poochie? Come no, on. No, of course not. He's only in a couple of stages. He's the most adorable little thing. I need to get. I need to track down like a yarn Poochie. I need one. There's, I'm sure they're still out there somewhere. I, I need to get one. Um, but yeah, he's like a little yeah, Yoshi's little dog friend. He can jump on his back, and whichever direction you're facing, he will start running towards. Um, which is good to sort of use yourself to get over like spikes because he doesn't get affected by them. Um, and there are a couple of like interesting puzzles and things like that as well. Yeah, that uh, that work in way. Like there'll be a part where there'll be a little gap that's big enough just for Poochie to get through, and obviously he'll jump up and try and jump through there. But if you try and stand on his back, you'll fall off into the spikes. So you need to jump when he jumps, and then sort of run across, jump back on his back, and keep going. Um, Often it all culminates in you leaving him behind. I know, and he just sort of stands there. He's like, <laughs> he's just so happy. He's like, just like, ah, oh, goodbye. Goodbye. He's, he's the best. See you later, Yoshi. And Yoshi's like, yeah, mate, sure. He's just so adorable. I love him so much. He is a good boy. Um, and then there's other things like the, the, the vehicles as well. I was going to say, the vehicle stuff is... It's it's one of those features I'm like, I'm half happy is there for some of them. And for the other half, I'm like, oh, God, why? Yeah. So, like, I'm trying to... So there's, there's like, the digger. Mm-hmm. There's the helicopter. Mm-hmm. There's the car. Yeah. There's the train. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Who knows before? Oh, the submarine. Oh, the submarine. Oh, the submarine. I like the submarines. Hey, the submarine's better than the digger. The digger is bad because it controls bad. Yeah, the digger is the worst in terms of, and it's the one they give you the most as well. That and the helicopter, I think. Yeah, but helicopter controls okay. It's very floaty. Like, I mean, yeah, it is it's a helicopter. helicopter. So I guess that makes sense. The reason a digger's bad is because, it, like, it often gives it to you in tight spaces, and you've got to make sure you're sticking. To the right wall. And some, yeah, sometimes the control, yeah, like you said, they're sticking to the right wall. That's the best way to, to put it. And usually, again, this uh, this was something I gave up on pretty soon. But early on, I was like, I'm going to try and get everything. You just, you stress out over the mole parts because you're like, there are coins here. And I'm sure there are red coins in here for sure. I, is it just me or can, can you tell the difference between a normal coin and a red coin? There's, a, there's like a little bit, bit, a bit darker. Yeah, they're a bit darker and they sort of seem a little bit. They have like a, almost like a red tinge to them. Yeah, almost. yeah, yeah. So they, they do stick out a little bit, but that's that's how you just like. I know there's going to be some down here. But that, that's the thing with those vehicles; you're on a time limit while you're using them as well. So you've only got a certain amount of time to sort of. So you can't just sort of dick around and try and dig out every square inch of that area that you're in. Because yeah, exactly. If you run out of time, back to the start, you've got to get back to where you were. And, and that's the thing that sometimes is sort of inconsistent. Sometimes that'll happen, and you'll get sucked back. Yep. And the bubble will be there again. You can just like jump back on, bam, back in the thing. But there are some that are gone. If you miss, if you miss out, you miss out, and you're like, well, that's why. Yeah. Why yeah. is this rule not consistent through the game? It's sort of annoying. It's yeah. not a huge deal breaker. No, it doesn't make sense. It's but... just a, it's a bummer if you want to try to get everything, everything and it just punishes you unnecessarily. Oh, yeah. If you just happen to miss one thing, you're like, oh, okay, well, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> uh, also, before we move on too far, I forgot with the egg bouncing, we should bring up that throughout some of the stages, just randomly, they hide the, ex- the, the question mark clouds. Oh, yes. Sometimes they're in places that are pretty telegraphed and you mm. can figure it out. Sometimes they're really, someplace really obscure, like ground pounding a pillar into the ground. Mm-hmm. And then when you hit the, like the ground level with your butt. Yep. 
it'll, it'll, it'll spawn yeah. a cloud and you're like, oh, like well, sometimes it'll spawn a red coin as well yeah sometimes a red coin um, but yeah more often than not it's a hidden cloud that can give you stars or spawn like a, a ramp to get somewhere high exactly yeah um yeah, I think I, as soon as I hit my first one of those where I was like, oh, those little totem pole things, I immediately started ground pounding every single one yeah. that I encountered. <laughs> it's just like, nope, there, there's something under it. It becomes sort of like a weird, like compulsive. Flatten everything. Yeah. Flatten the world. I need to, I need to clear this place out. Um, so uh, I talked briefly about the stars. Yeah. So I think yep. it's an interesting mechanic. Yeah, like so. We should probably explain the rules, I guess, if you haven't played Yoshi's Island. Exactly. If you haven't, you should because it's it is a, in my opinion, it is, a, it is a classic. I think it is the definition of a classic. I think that game holds up. I'll save it to the end. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's like uh, that, that, that's closing comment stuff. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. But um, so there is a star system. So you can have a maximum of thirty stars, uh, and if you have thirty stars, that's you sort of tick that box to sort of get the most you can for the end of the level. But Joel, mm-hmm. can you lose stars? You certainly can, and more often than not, you will lose stars. You will lose stars. Um, yeah, so they basically work as like a, almost like a life bar, I guess you could, if you really wanted to sort of boil it down to its purest form. Yeah, well, because I guess that's another way, like, way the game is sort of different mm-hmm. from previous Mario games. Like, typically, if you get hit by an enemy, and if you're small Mario, you're dead. Mm-hmm. If you're big Mario, you get knocked down to small Mario and then another hit will kill you. But in this game, if you get hit, you lose Mario. Yep. He flies away in a bubble mm-hmm. crying obnoxiously. Also, on top of that, there is an alarm sound effect as well. It's so a really noisy situation. It's a combination of things that is just not a nice place to be. Yeah. And it can really become frustrating if you're in a particularly frustrating area. Because... So... It, Again, I guess it's where it's slightly more forgiving. So w- when you've lost Mario, a little clock will appear in the corner. And basically the amount of stars you have is how many seconds you have to get Mario back. Yep. Now, once they deplete, they don't come back unless you go under 10. Yes. If you go under, if you go under 10, they will count back up to 10 slowly. Yeah, that's that's your, your sort of like safe minimum, I guess. Yeah, yeah. but that, that entire time when you don't have Mario, presuming you're not falling down a hole or landing on spikes, you won't die as Yoshi, you're just going to get knocked left or right yep which isn't too bad but sometimes it was happening like combining the crying with the alarm in a bad spot i would get knocked and fall down a hole and die and i think and if you're like ah why does it launch me if you get hit like once you'll do sort of like a little spin and you're fine you get like you get like iframes you can sort of yeah yeah um i think after either the second or third time you get hit you'll get you'll spin around and then fall over on the ground prone essentially yeah. So it sort of increases the the punishment, um, which again, like you said, if you're in a particularly bad position, it can be horrifying. There are some there are some stage in this stages in this game where you're going to have a bad time. Oh yeah. Like sometimes it's not entirely your fault. Sometimes you'll be like, "Well, that, where'd that enemy come from?" Yep. I'm thinking in particular of the bandit guys which are the blue guys with the masks fuck there are are some stages where this particular enemy type who basically if they touch you they grab Mario and they run so and they laugh at you while they do it too yeah so you've now got the crying and the alarm and they laugh at you when they take Mario and you're like this is just fantastic guys I'm very happy um but they they can be hiding in bushes in some stages that you can't see and you'll just you'll go to go past them and then they'll just take Mario and you're like well that's I didn't know he was back there. Yeah, exactly. 
but yeah, so uh, also with the the star system though, I, I, as annoying as that sound is, and like the combination of sounds, um, it really does put the pressure on. And I think that was their original intent, was sort of really put that emphasis on. Because as soon as that happens, your number one directive is to get Mario back, and it's always like you know you you'll start doing stupid things in order yeah. to try and get him back. And you're not completely powerless. Like if you throw an egg at the bubble, it'll sink. If you like, can lash out with at lash out at it with Yoshi's tongue, you can pop it and get Mario back. So you know it's not entirely frustrating, but it's no. just it's just irritating. Oh yeah, it does. It's not. Yeah, it's still very irritating. If you talk to anyone who's played this game, and you say it's like, oh Yoshi's Island, they're like, oh yeah, I love that game so much. Fucking baby Mario cry though. Baby it's, Mario cry is the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like infamous with that uh, when you talk about that game. <laughs> um, but so, in terms of uh, like level design and how the game feels and plays and controls and how it is to to run through the world and and how the worlds look. I mean, I mentioned in that that brief overview the uh, that that two D hand drawn art style that was. I've never really seen anything like it since, really. It's... Well, because it basically set the standard for Yoshi games, and you can sort of see why the Yoshi games always have sort of a, a gimmick with them. Like, Yoshi's story was very much storybook. Yep. We had Woolly, Woolly World was like, well, wool. Yep. We've got the one coming up, which has no name and looks very decidedly average. Yeah. Which looks like it's similar like, to Yoshi's story with, like, cardboard, cardboard and stuff. And, yeah, like, like a homemade puppet theater sort of yeah and then there was yeah. the other two yoshi island games were similar to this one except for the weird 3d-ish one that looked quite ugly yep but it's just sort of a thing that they, they i guess it made it a gimmick for yoshi's games it's like yoshi games had to be quote unquote cute yeah they had yeah. to have some sort of cute element to them yeah for sure um yeah no i i love this art style i think this game holds up if you release this game today Obviously, in like, well, they, they technically did. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, if you if you were to come out with a game, if Yoshi's Island didn't exist, however many years ago now, like what twenty years ago, well, ninety six, we got it. I think wasn't it in 96. Australia? Yeah, Europe? so it's about twenty one. Yeah, twenty one. Um, if if you had never released it twenty one years ago, and the game came out now, I think it is a game that people would be like, oh yeah, cool. That that they wouldn't bat an eyelid. It would fit in. Now, it's just, it's so vibrant and colourful and really, really fun to explore. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's a decent amount of variety to the enemies you end up facing as well. From yeah. From, like, the typical piranha plants and, and you know, that usual fare to the shy guys, which are typically, like, I don't remember if they appear much in Mario World, but they're obviously very prominent in Mario Bros. 2. Yep. And, like... That's it's interesting to sort of see them come back and again. They seem to have become a foe of Yoshi's more so. Yeah, I, that's the thing. Like when I think of Shy Guys, I, I generally think of of Yoshi's Island in particular because you think of the ones that are on stilts and the ones that are doing flips and stuff, and the tribal ones with their stupid spears. Yep, yep. And then there's the one like you see every now and then. There's one that's like on fire. Yeah, terrifying. And then there's the ones that are. Uh, carry red coins, and if you miss them, they mock you and fly away. Motherfuckers! Yeah, they do too. Those pricks. They do like a circle around and they fly off. And go, ha ha ha. And then leave and you're like, I hate you, you piece of shit. I didn't even know you were there. Yeah. Hardly my fault. Yeah, hiding just out of, out of view as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
It's interesting too, like there's not much display either really is there with this game. Like there's not really like a heads up display of sorts. It's just No, not really. Things will pop in when they need to be when like, they need to be there. You, like you, Yeah, the numbers the, the the countdown basically pops in when you either pick up stars or yep. get hit, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but basically all the important information you can look at by pausing the game and I like that's good. Yep. I like that. It keeps it clear and it's it, it's very I don't want to say cinematic, but it's it's very like you know. Well, I mean, it's clean sort of, and clear. Unless you sort of just take take in how the game looks more. So, like the the very minimal stuff in Mario World isn't too bad, but I I don't mind it being put on a menu as well because I don't desperately need to see how many lives I have. Exactly because it's which like I must have had mm. by the time I reached the last world, I had a good seventy lives. So Ooh. I can see why lives are going away because they're yeah. pretty pointless. They are pointless now. Well, lives were an, an arcade product a product of arcades really because lives are like quarters quarters give us so, more money yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah, so uh, we don't need them anymore because microtransactions but um oh. yeah but uh yeah i think it's right like you know things like mario odyssey sort of completely ditching lives altogether really. yeah taking coins instead they have like life points and for dark coins. souls way yeah you know pun- like punish you hit your wallet not your um your life camera, yeah. It works in games and it works in real life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Fines are a very real thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so one thing I want to talk about as well about this game is the boss fights. Because some of these boss fights, although not sometimes not overly challenging, they are interesting and always fun and the character designs of them are always really, really cool. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of them sort of, again, sort of ask of you to do specific things. Yeah, like I'm thinking of the big piranha plant you fight in, yep. in World Three, I think it is or Four, where you're like, I, I remember as a kid, I used to have a lot of trouble with that fight, so it took a while to figure out that I don't have to attack the piranha plant, mm-hmm. but it's got a little weak spot like underneath the platform where you're on, and you yep. basically have to ricochet your egg off the wall, and it'll bounce along the water and hit it there. Yeah, and it's it's funny because like if you go back and look at that level now. You can clearly see that they are trying to teach yes, you how to do that absolutely. for the entire level. And it's like they are telegraphing that for you to get into that fight. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, cool. I remember. I learned this earlier on. But as a kid, you're just like, this game's awesome. I'm having fun. You're yeah. not really paying much attention to that kind of shit. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, it's, it was cool going back through that. And I'm like, they, they, are, they are giving this to you as well without – they are being super obvious with it, but also not. It's, it's, it's really cool. Um do yeah, you, the, do you have a favorite boss fight? So I'm just trying to think of. Uh, I really like I really like the giant like blob ghost thing that's like slowly creeping towards you. You have got to hit it in the heart. Oh yeah, it yeah. has no weak point. Camax says it has no weak point except for the giant floating heart that's in the middle of it. Yeah, but and you only really figure out by spamming eggs at it. Exactly. Well. Yeah, and then the fact that like the old eggs will bounce off it, so you can pick them up again. If um, you, if you, yeah, yeah, if you can. Otherwise, you have to run to the end and get more eggs, which is a back. pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I quite like that one. Um, I'm trying to think of the other boss fights I like. I like the design of the big round, the big round fat guy with the pants. Because <laughs> it just, he, he's hilarious. He looks funny. And, and you defeat him by making him naked. Yes, yeah, exactly. And then he gets embarrassed and floats away, like, like explodes. explodes away, yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry that I blew you up. Yeah. Um, because all these enemies are just like big versions of stuff you fought yeah yeah, yeah. which i also sort of like because each time you go into a boss room like camex got dialogue yeah and 
Like towards the end, he just gets over it. He's like, "Are you? Are you really okay?" Like the one where he trans, he makes you small. Yeah, to get in, he's like, "Whatever, you know what? I'm making you tiny." I love that one too because the frogs look so dumb. The frog, the the face, the frog faces look so stupid. Yeah, and I love it so much. But yeah, and then you go inside and like throw eggs at its esophagus, and yeah, that's really fun. Um, I I don't know. I, I I genuinely just had a lot of fun revisiting this game. Yeah, the one boss fight in particular I remember liking as a kid, but didn't like as much now, is the Raven one on the on the planet. And it's just because it it didn't feel big enough. It felt like it was a little bit too small. Yeah, like it wasn't impossible. It wasn't hard, but sometimes I'd be like, "Cool, Grandpa, I missed him." Yep, um, just as yeah, well, like yeah, just barely. It was a little bit annoying. They could have made that a little bit bigger. Yeah, um, cool idea for a boss fight though. I liked it. It's a great idea for a boss fight, even if it is slightly disorientating sometimes. Oh. He's running in like circles. Spinning around the whole background, oh, spinning. Um, but yeah, I, I, and I guess the most, like, the biggest boss fight of them all, the final boss fight against, spoiler alert, Baby Bowser. Um, Baby Bowser, not to be confused with Bowser Jr. Exactly, yes. Different. Mario timelines. Yeah. Baby Bowser is uh, yeah, a different beast altogether. But uh, Baby Bowser gets turned into big Baby Bowser, and then suddenly the game becomes like. I, you know, an egg-throwing challenge. So the final boss is essentially, instead of being a 2D side-scroller, you're throwing eggs into the background at this giant baby Bowser that's slowly approaching you. Um, and I remember as a kid, it was always it was like like playing that. It was like, that was not terrifying, but it was like really menacing and really, really like quite, oh, this guy's going to come. And then like the part where it starts to like approach really quickly. Uh, and you're like trying to peg eggs away to try and knock it back. <laughs> it's like panic yeah. throwing eggs. Yeah, like that fight's very cool. Um, the only thing I, an issue I really had with it is it was weird to me that I had to sort of readjust to the to the aiming that I'd gotten accustomed with. Right. Like again, obviously different rules because typically you're aiming on a two D plane and that one's more into the background so you've got to arc it almost yeah you have to you have to basically go cool i'm aiming this high if i want to hit him here i've got to aim a little bit higher to adjust for the drop as well yeah and it was just a bit tricky like once i got the hang of it he was it was no issue yeah but like it just took some time from going from like pinpoint 2d yeah like i gotta like judge it a bit well like i said that was the first game i ever finished and i remember that that boss fight taking me so long to do when i was younger i did First go this time. Yeah. And I sort of went, huh. Okay, cool. I finished Ocean's Island again. I lost a couple of lives, but I had about 70, so I was good for yeah, it. Yeah, I think you're fine. Yeah, that, that still counts. It's like I don't think that's anything. I don't different. think I was going to die 70 times. Nah, I think you were pretty safe. I hope not. Yeah, it was, it was a safe bet, that one. Um, but yeah, just interesting and just fun and yeah, great character designs for the boss fights. Um, even I'm, if it was just Kamek making things big. Oh, and it's also worth noting that a uh, major shout out to to my main boy, poor old Brown Yoshi, who almost always has to do with the world boss. Oh yeah, yeah. He gets the rough, the, like the raw deal here. He drew the short straw. Fucking OG Green Yoshi gets first level in the world. Until the last world. Like Green that's Yoshi true. takes on Baby Bowser. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. like otherwise, Brown Yoshi is the one who's always dealing with the big boss. I'm like... Poor guy, man. Like, yeah, come exactly. On. Yeah. And typical Green Yoshi coming in at the end and taking the credit for everything. Yeah, 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 basically. exactly. Yeah. I, I did all the work, guys. Fucking Jesus. Um, but yeah, that, that's, it's, I love that. Like that each world, each level is like a different colored Yoshi as well. And like when you when you swap over, 
if you don't move the cursor on the world map, like the Yoshi's just waving. Yep, they stand there and wave them on. Oh, it's so good. Um, cool. Uh, is there anything else you want to touch on about about Yoshi's Island? Uh, I'm trying to think. We covered like music and gameplay stuff. Mm-hmm. I really liked. Is there anything you in particular you didn't like in retrospect? Um, I think some sometimes the buttons didn't feel as responsive as I kind of wanted them to be. I don't know if that if that makes sense. Um, um yeah, I, I it's hard to say honestly because again, it's been so long since I played it. Maybe it was always like that. Exactly. Yeah, and w- that's the thing though. Like when we back there, we ha- we didn't know any better. Yeah, we ad- we adapted to that, but now we sort of have an idea of how platforms should play, or platformers should play. So and it's always going to be a bit tricky. Like I mean, it is it is an emulation as well. Yeah, so. that's true. Um, I don't know. I. There's one stage in particular, and I think you disagree with me on this. Disagree or agree? What, what, which one is it? You'll, you, you'll agree with me, sorry, on this. <laughs> um, I think I know what you're going to say. Is, uh, is uh, the, the very long cave, which is, I think, the second last stage. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, first and foremost, the reason I don't like this stage is because I generally don't like auto-scrolling stages. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's fair. I don't mind them, but yeah, I think that's probably one of the things I don't like about this game is there's quite a few of them, and they're not always fun. Um, the ones in the air with like all of the like the moving platforms that you have to move yourself. Oh yeah, we didn't even bring up those. Like yeah. that sort of thing that you just like that can be stressful in a <laughs> scrolling stage because you got to you've got to jump on a platform to keep the momentum going. Yep. And yeah, it can it can it can maybe be stressful, especially if you're going for all the red coins, mm-hmm. and you may have to double back a bit to yeah. Yeah, it makes it a little stressful. I just don't like it when like my progression through the stage is taken out of my hands. Exactly. Yeah, it sometimes it, it really like slams the brakes on the pace, which obviously that's probably their intent. But, I know. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't like it either. It's just, on so many of those stages, and, and again, not just in Yoshi's Island. There's in other Mario games, in other games that have auto scrollers. I would find myself nearly as close to the right hand side as I could find myself. Yep. But like then slowly I'd... walking, like, come on. And then you get hit by something because exactly. they're like, please be further back from this side. I'm like, and then, uh... and then Mario flies off over off screen that you can't reach him. You're like, fucking come back here. And then the screen's like, I'm going to scroll slowly yeah. now. Be patient. I'm like, but I just... <sighs> Again, it's not a huge deal, but yeah, like, that's just a general issue that's mm. going to come up over the next, like, as we go through these games. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, there's one in particular that, that is notorious for it is yeah, the very long cave. Um, it basically like it's a cool idea for a stage. I really like the fact that it makes it. It basically does like a figure eight. Yeah, it comes back around on itself. Because um, you see like a path when you're going down, you're like, why can't I go down? This is bad level design. I can't go down there because the screen's yeah. scrolling me down here. And then you realize that you actually come back up and around. And you're like, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but it just it takes it forever. Uh, the checkpoint is way too far it is actually that's like one. that's i and I, I like i'm not one to be like you know there should be more checkpoints or anything like that but it could have been moved back a little bit because yeah to get to that middle ring in the, the center of the the stage which in this game as well like there's like the, the middle checkpoint is like a ring of stars and it's not necessarily in the middle of the stage no no it can be anywhere really um and there can be more than one sometimes i think can there yeah I think um, some, sometimes the castles have more than one. Yes, yeah, depending on what like what you have to do in the castle. Um, and it generally gives you, like, I think five stars back, I think, as well. It refills yeah. your stars up five or ten or so. Yeah, something like that. Um, which is handy as well. Because yeah, like, 
especially if you're hurting for stars, that's probably your best option. Unless you're super skilled and can bounce an egg into its red form, lash yeah. it with your tongue to get it back, and then hit an enemy with it and get a couple of stars, but that's pretty tricky sometimes. That's a lot of effort. And it it is, is, for two stars. The, the game usually gives you stars pretty decently as well. You've got items as well you can use from the bonus games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you get for getting the stars. Which are mostly end. not great. No. I forgot I had them for most of the time. And then I accidentally used them sometimes because I accidentally, instead of hitting start again in the menu, I hit like yeah. button. Normally like you pause and you're like, what items have I, what items have I got? Oh, a bunch of watermelons. And you're like, yeah, then spit watermelons. I love that. It's basically sound like a machine gun. Yep. And then you've got like the, the fire ones and the ice ones as well. Um, but yeah, so that's probably my, my least favorite stage and sort of moment of the game would be um, yeah, I rely- the very long cave. I do not like that stage. Yeah, that's what bailed me up probably the most, I would say. Yeah, I lost a, I've lost a few lives there just purely. And again, because the checkpoint's so far, and again, I still was just like, I, I want to collect as many of these collectibles as I can. And you die, and you're like, off I go, back to the start. I actually think that was the stage where I was ab- just like, absolutely like, no, I'm d- I don't I'm care anymore. getting through the game. Yeah, no, I was I, I got hit that point as well. Um, But, all those things aside... I personally think this is one of my favorite games of all time. I know it wasn't in my list that we've done on the show before like that. Actually, no, I think it was. I think I did have it in my list. You were going to check one. the tape. No, I have to check the tape, yeah. Um, I can check my notes. I've got them here. Um, yeah, I, I generally think, and I think it might be like nostalgia reasons why I have that there as well, but I mean, it also helps that it is a good game. Uh, it will be a game that I'll, I'd love to show my kids and get them to play when they were old enough. And because and, I think it's a really good exercise, apart from like the classic Mario games, it's a really good exercise in how you can sort of mix up that classic formula and, and still keep that same feeling to it. Well, it's definitely the best Yoshi game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Most definitely. We um we haven't got a good one of those yet since Yoshi's Island. So, like, Woolly World was the closest, but it just didn't get there. Like, no. that's if like, Nintendo sort of been. Anytime I've done a Yoshi game, typically it's sort of tried to follow in Yoshi's Island's footsteps and it just hasn't usually worked out. No. And I think this new one they're working on right now is going to be the same story, unfortunately. Yeah, which sucks. Um, but at least we always have... We always have Yoshi's Island. We always have Yoshi's Island. So glad we got to play this again. Um, well, that's the thing, like... We didn't decide how we were going to do this first up, and I was like, what if we just play Yoshi's Island first? And I, I was totally... I was like, yes. Because... There's no opposal from me, yeah. Because take that, everyone who thought that if we did this, it would be Super Metroid first. Ah. But don't worry, that's coming. I, yeah, no, for sure. I, 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 um, I'm just making sure I can finish it quick enough. Karin's getting his speedrun strats down I'm for not, it. I'm not speedrunning it. <laughs> like, I'm not that good. I was just happy to know that I can still finish it in about yep. two and a half hours. Oh, God. It's going to take me like a week and a half at least. <laughs> Jesus. Um, cool. So, our next game. We have randomly selected, using a randomly uh, number generator, thank you Google, um, it's going to be interesting. So our next game we're going to be playing is Super Ghouls and Goblins. Uh, is it Ghouls and Goblins or Ghouls and Ghosts? Ghouls and Ghosts, sorry, yeah. Uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Um, not, not the most leisurely of games. No, I'm not familiar with the Super Nintendo one. Yeah, I'm not familiar with any of them, but I oh, just okay. know that they're fucking hard. They so, are difficult, yes. Um, 
we're probably not gonna finish it. I mean, here's the thing: like this doesn't. This show is not on a, a schedule. No, exactly. So we're gonna we'll, we'll give it our best go. But I, I very very. We might have to watch a walkthrough to see how it looks. <laughs> Maybe towards the end of the game. Um, yeah. So that'll be our next game. We're gonna play off the SNES Classic. Um, so you can look, look, keep your ears out for for that one in the coming weeks, months. Time frame exactly, yeah. We don't really have a super time frame for it. Maybe by the start of December, say. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how we stick to that. Um, but yeah, like this isn't going to be like a weekly show or a monthly show or anything like that. It's going to be uh, when we have played. We feel like enough of the game to have a bit of a, a, be able to have a conversation about it. So, um, if you're expecting like full playthroughs on everything, prepare to be disappointed. <laughs> In some aspects. Especially with a game like Super Ghouls and Goblins. Yeah, there's another one as well that probably won't get finished. Um, but we'll see. But uh, any closing thoughts on Yoshi's Island, Karen? Uh, no, it definitely holds up. That's my that's the biggest thing to take away here. Exactly. Uh, it's very good. I'm I, I'm interested to 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 get to Mario World One. Yes, because I really like Mario World One, and I'm trying like at this point, obviously, because I played it most recently. Now Yoshi's Island is sticking high in my mind, but like, I'm curious to see if that'll change when I play Mario World, like the first one. Mario World is a very good game, but I don't know. I just have a, such an emotional attachment to, to Yoshi's Island. So I think it'll always have a very special place in my heart. Um, and something about it is so damn charming. So gotta say though, like Yoshi's Island, babies coming from storks. Yeah. Right. Hmm. And who are the parents? Just, we're gonna find out. We never know. We don't. We don't we find, find out. Find out. Some answers. Some questions we can't answer, Karen. It's just we're gonna have to face it. Who, anyway. who are the parents of the Mario brothers? Yes. Who are they? Um. Anyway, so that's been playing with Superpower Yoshi's Island. Um. If you liked it and had a good time with it, um. Obviously, give us a few likes and thumbs up and stars and whatnot on your podcast platform of choice. Um, you can find us over at Dialogue Options on Facebook. You can also find us at uh, at Dialogue Options on Twitter. Sorry, I had a mental blank. Yeah, but I'm not used to doing this part. It's, it's sort of the same thing as I guess you can search Dialogue Options on Facebook or Twitter, and we should pop up. Yeah, see, you, you know, you're better at this than I. Am. I don't know why I started doing it. Um, <laughs> Uh, if you want to find uh, us individually on Twitter, you can uh, search for my good friend Kyron here at Lemon Man X. Fantastic. Been tweeting anything important? Man, that, that's for a regular podcast. Oh, really? We're not doing anything? Okay, cool. Jeez, man, keep up. Sorry. That's that's a weekly thing. This is yeah, a question true. mark. That's a very phone. true, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, and you can find me at Jolly Mac. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you really liked it, let us know. If you things we can work on, let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback. If you uh, have any tips for Super Ghouls and Goblins, please yeah, let us know. Please let us know. Uh, also pray for us. Um, or cheat codes. I'm not above using cheat codes. Yeah, absolutely. I was just thinking that. This, this like, is the days of a cheat code. I'm probably going to go look up cheat codes for this game <laughs> and see if I can use it to get me through. Um, but until next time, thanks for listening. See ya. Now you're playing with power. Super power.